be here not talking about Emily in Paris. I know. It's our first it's our first movie after a five week run. <laughs> I'm like, what do we do here? If we're not right? talking how do, about how Emily, do we... what is our purpose? <laughs> what is our purpose? Um I must say, I may I may give myself a timeout probation for this one because Really? It was <laughs> I fucking hated it, man. I hated it so much. And oh, the only it... reason I put it on the list was because while looking for Abandon, when I was visiting Crystal oh, back yeah. in September, that's when this came out, I assume, right around okay. that time. And it was the only thing. Like, you would just say Abandon. You would do the voice command. Yeah. And it would pick this movie. And we're like, okay, we didn't say it in that form. We said right. Abandon. Right. No um, duh. <laughs> no duh. And... <laughs> It kept coming up, and then we were going to do it, and I was like, no, I don't want to watch this right now. And I think, subconsciously, my mind was telling me, don't watch it ever. <laughs> this is a bad Which, idea. <laughs> this is a very bad idea. And um, so I added it anyway, because, I mean, that's what we do. So I right, figured yeah. it would be a great one for this. And as much as it was, I despised it. How about you? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I... I disliked it greatly, but um, for one specific reason that we can get into in a bit, I'll introduce us first. Yeah. This is, this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. We're covering Abandoned with a Abandoned. at the end tonight, not to be confused with our Abandoned episode. I would probably put this on par with two that's I, that's why I think I'm I'm kicking myself and putting myself on probation. Not that it was gross. It w- right. It wasn't as bad. It did. It did scare me. A in little terms bit. of, <laughs> it had its moments. There were, there were some scares jump scares that got me, and I was annoyed. But it was the crying. Yeah. It was the baby crying, dude. Throughout, and I'm not like I have my. I mean, it's known. We each have our feelings about children. It is known. I I'm not. You know, I still have... You have more patience for it than I do. I Yeah. But we're starting immediately with just screaming of a child. And to the point where... And of course, we're going to get into all of it. But I wrote down at one point, is this movie just a screaming baby? It might as well have been. Because that's all that happened. It went on for so, so... I, oh my god. Like, I, I was starting to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. This is exactly why I know I don't want children because, like, I cannot, I cannot cope when the baby is just crying and there's nothing to be done about it. Like, I can't, I can't with that. That's why it reminded me of two because I didn't like the agonizing screams that were constantly occurring. So, like, I, it's almost mm-hmm. a similar. It must be like a, a an auditory trigger for me. I was gonna say, and with two, it was dubbed screams. Well, so that was probably even worse. Plus, you know, I watched it undubbed. I watched the original Espanol. Oh, right. You did. So maybe that's why I couldn't. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Um, so maybe that's why I didn't feel that way as much when maybe. it came to screaming. But wow. Um, besides the screaming baby, I don't know what it is. I, I'm not an Emma Roberts fan. I didn't mind her. I thought she did a good job. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't mind her. There's something about her. I think of, and it made me think of all things I've seen her in in the past to try to compare. Like, maybe it's just this movie. Maybe I'm just being a little overcritical with this movie. And no, 
I think depending on what she's going for in whatever she's so like she was in Scream Queens, she was in American Horror Story, she was in Little Italy, but like it was just like there's these things like she's in range different ranges and yet I still find her to be annoying. I find her annoying. Um now I wasn't annoyed by her. I thought that she did a pretty good job. Okay, yes, I agree and for playing postpartum, I think she did a good job for what she had to do. Yeah, like I this this feels similar to Amy Adams in The Woman in the Window to me in terms of it. But being, I hated that too. Well, I know. <laughs> I know this. I mean, I think that the response that a lot of people have when you're watching somebody with mental illness and you don't yourself struggle with severe mental illness, you know, like we both have <laughs> our degrees of depression and anxiety, but we I think postpartum depression and you know the agoraphobia that amy adams had like but like those are severe Mm. conditions that are really hard to understand as an outsider and can be very frustrating to watch somebody behave Mm. and react in ways that you would never do so yeah that's fair i think it's hard to connect with characters like that but i think if she annoyed you in this role she did a good job playing the part because i think most people normal people yeah that might have been the point yeah, would see her behavior and be like, oh, this is a problem. I mean, I was too young to recognize it, but my mom went through it really bad after my brother. So I guess I would have to ask, like, my dad, my aunt, you know, like, how my mom was like then. Because for I, I was frustrated with her, mm-hmm. but the normal frustration where you have to literally step back and be like, okay, but this is a real condition. And it's like, yeah. also for myself, like, yeah. I, I struggle with depression, not this kind, but, you know, you have to take a step back and think of the situation, but also we'll talk about the husband. Um, mm-hmm. He just seems oblivious altogether, like wanting to kind of ignore it till it's too late type of deal. I, I felt that way a little bit. I think, I mean, I think she was definitely keeping things from him like he wasn't home a lot he didn't get to see a lot of her breakdowns and you know but when they were together he she was very standoff it i mean again due to her condition but one word answer you know very just closed off and i would and from the get-go i'm kind of like you're okay with her you know she has postpartum depression and you're okay with her being with the baby alone like stuff like that just kind of triggered me a little bit yeah, I, I think that there there could have been much better communication between them because even in the opening scene where they're looking at this house to buy, he seems really excited about it. She seems not very excited about it, but he is just like moving forward with it. And that is like such a big decision to make for a couple that you think that they would want to take a moment to talk amongst themselves about whether or not it's the right thing but they don't really talk about it they don't really have a discussion the next thing you know they're signing papers and it's like yeah and we don't know the prior discussions right they're talking to the realtor and she's trying to sell this house you could tell And, and we've seen that type of we've seen that position before we've seen that actress before playing that role where they're like we need to get rid of this house yeah we promise there's nothing wrong with it it's just it's been on the market for a little while but it's totally Mm -hmm. fine and when she asked like oh anything you know yeah why is it been on the market why is it been on the market what they make a joke or something about it and she goes well and it's like aren't they legally obligated to tell you if there was a death or a murder or something in the house 
I believe so, although that might vary by state. Okay. I don't know. Or is there it's... a statute of limitations on it? Because it was 40 years, I think, was the Yes, it was frame. 40 years ago. Yeah, I mean, she did tell them, but they did have to ask, so. Yeah, and it was obviously more in-depth, but. If you were looking to buy a house and it had a really great price and it was everything you wanted, but you found out that this murder-suicide happened 40 years ago in it, would you still buy it? Based on my love of horror movies, no. Because <laughs> I know better. But Really? In this housing market? <laughs> you wouldn't take a steal? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Okay. Interesting. No, definitely not. And I've seen my fair share of different scenarios with houses being haunted or murders happening in houses and i uh i find it to be legit especially the true stories so uh yeah i mean i'd rather not i'd rather still live here if that's tell if that's saying a lot that's saying a lot it does say a lot but yeah and even like when they're in the house and they're looking at one of the bedrooms or whatever and the baby's just crying and it's like she can't and that is something about postpartum depression i think that people don't realize you block out your child you don't even realize what the fuck's going on and this baby is screaming and she won't even walk out of the room yeah to like calm him down she just keeps letting everybody talk like the rest of like the two of them talk over this baby screaming and i'm mm -hmm. kind of like okay like you have to there has to be a limit somewhere where yeah. even the husband like oh, why don't you bring him into the bathroom or bring him outside, get fresh air? Right. There's like very little effort made to soothe him. No, except for that damn blue pacifier that I think I was supposed to have some meaning and I lost it. I don't think so. I think it, the only significance is that it was missing later on. Mm, I just felt like they really honed in on it a lot. I'm like, does it have magical powers? What's I mean, there might be more metaphors than there because, I mean, the whole movie was a metaphor, essentially. So, yeah. Um, I just don't think it was executed very well. No, especially the end. That blew my mind in ways that wasn't even, like, good. Not like, oh, this was a great movie and it blew my mind. No. Mm -mm. I love with movies like this when couples are moving into a new house or a new place in general. Mm -hmm. And they always have to reminisce about how the first place they ever moved into didn't have electricity, <laughs> and it didn't have plumbing, and we were eating ramen off the floor, shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that always the case? Yeah, it's very tropey to do that. I don't right? know. Like, oh, yeah. it, just, it cracked me up. I'm like, oh, this is literally, they definitely took this from something else and just changed the location or whatever, because it's so easy to do. What cracked me up was when he, when Alex sits down to sign the papers with the realtor and he just gives us a whole exposition dump <laughs> of like their relationship and how she's been struggling with postpartum and they thought the move from the city to the country would be a good idea and they've been having trouble and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, she's like, can you sign these papers so like we can get this done? She does and not give a shit. No, but it was just funny because it was so obviously for the audience's benefit to be like, by the way, here's the backstory on their relationship and why things are the way they are. And it's like, right. thanks for that. We probably could have put those pieces together by ourselves, but okay. And also it could have been like a test. Like, are you the concern type or are you this realtor where it's like, let's just get shit moving? Oh, well, I mean, I don't need my realtor to care about my personal life. <laughs> That's okay. No, no. I'm saying like as a viewer, like, are you on the page of him? Oh. Kind of caring and needing to vent? Or are you the, 
the realtor like great but don't care she was a <laughs> she was a very strange character because she was I mean, she, she was, seemed like she was in on something yes right? she was because she was very like quintessentially like the realtor in this opening scene where she's really pushing this house and she really didn't want to tell them about the murder suicide and you know all this stuff but she she makes the sale and you think that's going to be the end of her but you do see her later and in that scene she seems to like accuse them of buying this house out from underneath the the kid that is the neighbor Mm -hmm. and whatever and it's just like you sold them the house (laughs) like you kind of pushed them into buying this house and now you're really yeah there was no steal yeah there was like no steal yeah it was like a straight i never expected to see her again in the movie to be honest so like to see her there and then for her to behave that way it was like what is this and even for her to come back later i didn't think it was necessary because i think yeah uh sarah was getting all of her info from renner very efficiently. what she got from the realtor was that renner was the brother the brother right yeah which i found odd yeah we should try to it was fucking obvious by the way um, yeah, okay, so we should just go back quickly because the opening scene of the movie takes place 40 years before this all happens, mm-hmm. and it's really just the outside of the house, and you hear a woman screaming, and she's like, no, you said you would let me keep this one, don't kill me, blah, 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 and then there's some gunshots, and you just assume that people died, so... When they talk about the murder-suicide, though, the realtor portrays, doesn't she portray it as the mother killed her baby and her husband and then herself? Yeah, but I, th- she doesn't say the father, right? She just says... Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know what she said, but it's portrayed early on that the mother did the killing by the realtor. But we know from that opening scene that the woman was a victim. So, like, there's something else going on here. Right, right. But there was another. Oh, they said that the um the mother. Oh my goodness. Okay, the the girl. The girl's name is Anna, who has the baby, who is murder suicided and whatever. Yeah, murder suicided. So Anna's mother died in childbirth when her brother was born. And yes, yeah. Okay. So then that's when her father got real mean and whatever. But. The brother survived. We know that because he's not in like the police reports or anything. So there's just like questions around the brother for a while. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Michael Shannon is the best person to play that role because he is so creepy when yeah, he needs but, to be. But he was also I, he was very menacing in the first scene where he meets them because he, he like, just comes walks in the house into and their house. <laughs> yeah, which by I the love way, how Alex is even like um. To come to the second floor, like yeah, like, so you just, you just came, came right in, yeah. But the funny part about that was like thirty seconds earlier, Alex had accidentally snuck up on Sarah when she was trying to get into that room with the locked door, and she screamed her fucking head off. But then mm-hmm. this stranger appears in a doorway like another minute later, and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. that's not great." But, like, there's no, like, I think I would have screamed about that. Yeah, that, like, you're seeing an actual person in the flesh in front of you. Also, side note real quick, I'm glad that Alex called them out for it because I was gonna. How could you buy a house without seeing all of the rooms? Like, that room was yeah. locked. And he was like, mm, oh, my God, amateurs, we bought this house without seeing all the rooms. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you didn't ask yeah. to see this room? <laughs> That's so fucking but weird. Wait, was that a room or was that the armoire? No, that was the room. Was, 
That was the room. Yeah, that was a room. Okay. No, because I, I'm just thinking about... Also, I watched this in two parts. I watched yeah, I don't some know how of you it did last that. night and the rest of it during lunch today. And I think the part, the second half, I was more intently watching because I'm like at my desk with headphones on, mm-hmm. just like zoned in. Yeah, I feel like I thought it was the armoire because how later on Renner basically says like, don't touch, like... It can't be moved. Don't even try. Like, there's a reason mm-hmm. for that. Leave it alone. Yeah, that's in their I'm still bedroom. wondering why he's not in that house. I get having to afford it. Like, but... Yeah, he can't He can't afford to buy it. But given the realtor knowing, like, that's his house... Yeah, but he also kind of seemed a little spooked by it. There were times where he was like, I can't stay here anymore. Like, I think he was maybe, mm. like, drawn to it because it is his house but also horrible things happen there so he probably has a lot of mixed emotions about it so i think he likes to be close by but maybe I don't yeah know. arm's length and i think if he, he bought it he would have to like gut it and turn it completely inside out just to make it different from when all the bad things happen that's what i would have to yeah. do i think that's true although he knows not to mess with certain aspects so it's probably another reason he doesn't want to be in the house i asked i answered mm. my own question okay oh. Okay. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Love when that happens. We got another Westworld moment. I'm done with the flies, dude. I hate the flies. What's with the flies? The minute she's looking at the photos, like the crime scene photos, I guess. Mm-hmm. Literally the girl, Anna, who had died, killed, murder, suicide, whatever. It's literally her laying in blood. It's a black and white photo, but, and there's a fly on her face. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And then sure <laughs> enough, she's scared because the light flickers and there's flies by the light. And I'm like, why is this? Why are flies so relevant? What makes them so scary? I don't know. But like, I was scared, but like. They're ominous. Yeah. They're, yeah. They make you feel unsettled. And I think, I mean, they have appeared in other scary movies and stuff as sort of an indication that something is not right. And mm-hmm. same thing with the flickering lights. Like, that's a classic. Oh, and in the in the ring, too. The ring had the yeah. fly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think maybe it's because flies surround corpses and stuff. It must be sort of tied up in that whole... Certain smells. Yeah. Dead things. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think that's just a natural um, reaction to flies. And the sound is very irritating as well. So between that and the crying baby, it was just like murder on my ears. Yeah, yeah, the sound of the the flies was not great either. No, did not appreciate. She becomes very fixated on this this story. And particularly with Anna, she finds that ribbon in the drawer when she's unpacking stuff and she decides to wear it in her hair like a headband. She found spent a lot of time on her just staring at herself in the mirror with this ribbon on her head. Yeah, that was it was like a little bit too much and it never Mm -hmm. really comes to anything important i guess not really a lot of things don't and i'm kind of frustrated well yeah i even wrote in my notes some things like oh that's gonna come back oh that's and it never did i was so scared she was gonna put on the dress she finds that creepy pink dress in the closet I, yeah too, and i was like do not put that on <laughs> i thought there was something in the hem because when she oh, saw that it was ripped yeah i thought something was in the hem and then she does get scared because there was a noise somewhere, but right. I was like, oh, God, like, is there something hidden in the dress? And I'm like, oh, God, this is not great. Yeah. So Sarah basically is starting to notice more and more bizarre things 
hearing weird sounds she hears children laughing and whatever coming from the armoire that we were talking about earlier but she can't get into it she can't move it none of these things register with alex and it just gets like progressively worse (laughs) so right and she's home a lot because alex is like a large animal veterinarian and he travels around to the rural farm houses to see if anybody needs veterinary assistance and can we can we get into that a little bit because Mm -hmm. i'm confused as to what the purpose of his job and the issue at hand with these pigs Mm -hmm. has to do with the whole movie yeah that's a great question because i feel like i feel like they were supposed to be connected but i don't think the connection is clear (laughs) at all i even tried to read the synopsis to be like maybe i miss no there's no explanation whatsoever he shows up to this farm Mm -hmm. and the farmer looks very creepy and just doesn't like people (laughs) And there's something going around killing these pigs. And it's something that started from the parent pigs. Yeah, it's something genetic. It's some kind of inherited disease. Yeah. So he was wanting to know. they can't figure out. Right. He wanted to know. Well, he wanted to know if it was coming from the father or the mother. Because if it was coming from the father, then they could just kill the father. And the mother could mate with other pigs and produce healthy litters or i don't know if they call Mm -hmm. it litters of pigs but whatever but if it if the father was healthy then that meant there was something wrong with the mother and then like the mother would have to be killed because whatever litter she produced would be infected right and then he'd basically be screwed because the mother pig's gone it it was just but was it a metaphor i don't know because it i mean if we want to try and and make a metaphor out of it I think it fits more with the story of Anna and I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like um, Annihilation. Right, because if it's the mother, oh, gross. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because if it was the mother pig, oh, but then all the well, then the litter would be infected already. It's, it's... So I was going to say, <laughs> it was because given the Anna story, which let's really quickly go over that. Basically, like you said, the mom died giving birth mm-hmm. to the son, which we now know is Renner. Mm-hmm. So, in turn, the father would rape his daughter, Anna, several times Mm -hmm. and produce children that way. So, I was then trying to relate it to the pig scenario, but then I realized if it was the mom pig infecting, all the little pigs would be infected and the dad pig couldn't. Yeah, the metaphor doesn't translate because the the infection should be with the father then, not the the mother pig. Right. So, I don't, uh, like, I feel like I'm missing... I'm missing a point or something. It was something, yeah, and that I hate when I try to think that I'm on a roll and I'm figuring something out and then nothing comes of it, and that's exactly what happened here. Yeah, so maybe somebody smarter than us can reach out and (laughs) let us know what we're missing here, but I don't think that, I think I think it was supposed to be related, but I just don't know mm-hmm. how. And and obviously the the movie was very strongly commenting on parental ties to their children and yes. the relationships that they have. And so like I I think we were supposed to take from something from the pig situation, but I don't know what that something was. Yeah, it, and it just disturbed me too that the farmer was kind of like, well, Alex didn't want to just sh- kill them. Right. It was. Bolt gun or injection. 
And he's like, I'll, I'll cover the cost. Like, I don't care. And he's like, no, I want you to just fucking shoot him between the eyes. And it's like, whoa, bro. Like, yeah. I, honestly, that's. I'm sorry. If I was the one that had to do it, I'm doing it the way I want to fucking do it. Yeah. Like, especially since he said he would cover the cost, you know. But yeah. This is why I could never become a vet. Like, I love animals so much. And I would have loved to have like some kind of career working with animals, but to have to put them to sleep or see them mm-hmm. in so much pain like I think that would really destroy me so talk um... about depression <laughs> like I would never be able to leave my house yeah, exactly because I'd be so sad coming home from work every yeah. day yeah well now he has to come home to a screaming baby and a wife who's like seeing things all over the place and things are starting to go missing in the house like they can't find the pacifier which we were talking about before and they can't find the wedding portrait that was gone right he buys the baby a truck the truck goes missing. The truck goes missing. The music box gets smashed. Broken. Yeah. And like they're blaming Which each nothing other. Nothing ever good. Yeah. Oh. And nothing ever good comes from a music yeah. box. Can we? Yeah. Just let's say. just quickly go over all the warning signs here that are just like so classically horror movie. Uh-huh. Besides the flickering lights and the flies, you have a room that is mysteriously locked that nobody goes in. You have right. windows being nailed shut. That's a major nope in my book. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Uh, uh, that creepy uh, vision of Anna appeared in the window. You know how I feel about window jump scares. They're not yes. my jam. But red flags all over the place. And they're like, we're just going to continue to live here. Although, I mean, by the end of the movie, it's pretty clear that none of none of this happened. It was all in Sarah's head. <sighs> Is that not clear? <laughs> Is that not clear to you? <laughs> I was a little confused at that, I think. Because, I mean, obviously, they're ghosts of some sort. And also, the baby was super comfortable when the ghosts were around. I don't think there were any ghosts. So she was just making all this up. I think she was seeing things. I think she was seeing things, but, like, I don't think they were real things. I think they were actually, like, hallucinations on her part. What about the diaper barge under the couch? I mean, that couldn't have been real. Alex would have smelled that diaper barge (laughs) i'm thinking of big mouth if anybody else watches big mouth coach steve lives on a diaper barge they had that shrink over and then he didn't smell anything renner was over he didn't smell anything (laughs) nobody smelled anything right and they sat on that yeah the diapers were not there they were not real when her breast milk curdles and there's like maggots in it like that was not real Also, can we just talk about if she smelt anything, it had to have been her. She didn't shower for fucking days and oh, stayed in the same burn. outfit the whole time. <laughs> she's Again, not well. <laughs> yeah. I know she's not well, but also like you literally were in the same outfit every day. The effort you are going into looking for things that aren't there. Can you just. She can. She's obsessed with it. And that's why I think none of it was like the ghost didn't exist. I think she like really fixated on this story and just became so obsessed with it that she invented all of these things because she was taking the items that went missing herself and putting swirling them away. That's so weird that she would then like rip her face out of a picture, bash her own music She's box. delusional. <laughs> uh, I did think it was funny. She always... I mean, if she wore a lot of the same outfits, it makes sense. But she was basically always dressed like a puritanical colonial woman. (laughs) Just because you're living out in rural New York doesn't mean it's like the 1800s. You can wear like modern fabrics. (laughs) Yeah. 
And the minute she put the the ribbon in her hair, I'm like, okay. I know. Yeah, she looks really like a about. like a Mormon wife or something. Yeah, about the um the psychiatrist. Yeah. First of all, he was in Parks and Recreation the first two seasons. Yes. I like I know I remember you. <laughs> I know I recognized him immediately. But he was very blunt and to the point with her, like bitch, just take the pills. Like <laughs> yeah, like I don't know where I lie with this because. I, I'm always hesitant. I actually wrote, how did he get his license? Because he was extremely judgy for a doctor. Yeah, yeah. I also feel like it's strange when men are allowed to, um, to assess things like postpartum depression. Like, what the fuck would you know about it? Like, you are so distanced from all the emotions that go, even women who don't experience postpartum depression, and but they have had babies at least they understand like what that process is about i feel like it's very strange to have a man tell you how you're feeling but at the same time i am always concerned when they portray evil doctors trying to medicate people for their mental illnesses in these Mm -hmm. types of movies because in some cases people really do need that medication yeah some people are so far gone and so unhinged that like that's the only thing that you can do for them. And I feel right. like I feel like they demonize the idea of medication because she wouldn't be able to breastfeed while she was on it. And she was saying that that's really the only time she feels connected to their son is when she's breastfeeding. So like obviously like we were meant to take her side. But at the same time, she's been like so destructive to herself and to this baby. Like she's put him in so much danger that like I'm alarmed. I'm concerned for this child. And honestly, I was on board with putting her on medication (laughs) because- I think the baby safety is very important, maybe not necessarily more important than the mother's safety, but I don't know. I think it was presented in a way where we were just like, medication is evil, but also like she almost let her child like fall down the stairs. There were, yeah, Something there had to be and done. I, and I also feel like it took a while for Alex to get on, like just realize okay like you know she has this but you were kind of sweeping it under the rug for a while no he's got his own problems he's out there murdering piglets with a bolt gun oh that was so sad (laughs) i'm glad we didn't have to see it i know i know yeah but like he's got it rough too so i think like he comes home and is hoping for like a little bit of emotional support from her and she has no emotional support for herself (laughs) oh my god she is legit stone fate like yeah nothing comes out of her and it's so yeah I think oh, I would be so destroyed. I think they're not he's not perfect. And obviously she's not no. she's not perfect, but I think he had a lot of patience for her given mm-hmm. given the kind of shit she was doing. Like that time where he was like in the shower and she just laid in bed while the baby was screaming because she didn't mm-hmm. hear it. But even like his reaction to that though, he just kind of comes out and he's like, "Oh, I'll get him." Yeah, he's like, yeah. Like I and I'm maybe they should have been talking realize? about it more. <laughs> right. But at the same time, like he also wasn't like screaming at her and being like, "You're a terrible mother." Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? So I but think he did need a little more concern at the yeah. right time. I think it was yes. a little late when it came down to it. But yeah, yeah. So she is like, "I'm not taking these pills, whatever." But the doctor leaves the pills, right? And she's clearly uncomfortable with the appointment, and Renner walks in. Mm-hmm. 
and is like, okay, you can leave. I spoke to Alex. Right. I spoke to yeah. whatever their last name is. Because they didn't want to leave the baby alone with her. So he, the psychiatrist right. was going to stay until Alex got back. But then Renner was like, nah, I got this. Yeah. And that was another thing I noticed, too. The baby was only comfortable and not screaming for the most part when a male was in the room. That was so cute, though, when Renner was holding with him. With Renner was holding him. Was and so he was cute. just like adoringly staring at him and yeah. I thought that was very cute but yeah and then again you said you didn't think there were ghosts and it was just her mm-hmm. which fine but when we find out from Renner at this point that Anna had two other children right that survived the wrath of the dad and all this whatever it was I mean I don't think the implication was that they survived really Yeah, I mean, how could they have? Because the way he said it, I felt like, oh, she had two other children, but um, those were boys, is what I'm getting at. And whenever there was an instance of Sarah hearing laughing, or whenever there was some commotion, the baby seemed okay. Like, he, he stopped crying, and he was either laughing or just content. And I was like, oh, you know, he's just way content when there's some... Some other force in the room, not just being with his mother. That's what I kind of got from that. Oh, I didn't even notice when when the baby stopped crying. Like the that I think I was just so <laughs> I think I was so grateful that the baby stopped crying that I didn't even really like think about why the baby stopped crying. I was just like, oh my god, thank you. Please stay this way. The synopsis is even so short. Like somebody who wrote it just didn't <laughs> care to give any other like type of. Renner confirms that their mother died giving birth to him, which was. When Robert began repeatedly raping Anna, who in turn killed her baby because of incest, when it reveals that Anna had two other babies, but he refuses to say what happened to them, and warns Sarah against investigating the childlike voices she hears in hidden parts of the house. So he, I mean, again, it it's obvious, but also then, like, why not disclose what happened to them? I mean, so here's here's my theory on it. It's pretty dark. Also, I'm still not convinced that I mean, the way you just read it, again, it sounded like, did you say that Anna killed the baby? Did I? <laughs> I, I thought that's what you... Uh, no, I know. I Hold on. Uh, also, the synopsis is not in order. Oh, great. This doesn't sound like a trustworthy source. Where are you getting this from? IMDb. Okay. <laughs> okay, but this is what he says. He confirms that their mother died giving birth to him, mm-hmm. which was when Robert, the father... Right began repeatedly raping Anna, who in turn killed her baby because of incest. So it's saying Anna killed the baby. No, that's not right. We From the opening scene of the movie, she's begging for her life and for the child's life. Right. Thinking then that he killed all three of them. Right. <laughs> or he killed the baby and then she killed him and herself. That's I guess. I guess maybe. Scenario. But it, it didn't. I, it didn't sound like. She could have overpowered Unless he killed the other boys? No, okay. Here's here's my theory on this. Okay, yeah, I want to hear that. I want to hear this. Okay. I think that he hid the boys in that crawl space behind the armoire because he didn't really want to kill them, but he also didn't want anybody to know about them. I don't know why he ultimately like decided it was time to kill Anna and the newest baby, but I think the boys were older when they were kept in the crawl space. And that's why when we see them later, they're like young boys as ghosts. Mm. But 
I think they died back there because after he murder suicided everybody, there was nobody to take care of them and they just like starved to death back there. But then did Renner know about them and then just ignored the fact that they were there? I'm very unclear on where he was when all of this went down and like how right. he how he escaped any of it. Maybe he doesn't know, but maybe he knew that they were being kept in the crawl space. Maybe he just never said anything. I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. We're missing a piece of the story. <laughs> Clearly. And the person who wrote that synopsis is too. Yeah, I don't trust whoever wrote that. That's a whole lot of garbage. It doesn't even say, but I have to admit that it's really funny. One of the reviews, not even having to read it, just the title. They gave it, honestly, more than I would expect for what they titled it. They gave it five stars, which I was surprised. <laughs> okay. And what did they say? It says, just the title says... Want to hear a baby cry for two hours? <laughs> Boy, we've got the movie for you. Oh, Somebody no. goes, two stars. The only horror w- there was was watching it. Two stars. I'm probably, again, too stupid for this movie. It left me with more questions at the ending than at the ending than halfway. Very slow. And when it did move forward, it was all over the place. <laughs> Four out of ten. Lame. What the hell was that? I have no idea what I just watched. I was totally lost at the ending. Maybe there's some subliminal message there, but whatever it was went right over my head. The movie is extremely slow and just all around dull. Not a film I'd watch again or recommend. <laughs> okay. Baby screaming for 90 minutes. People are really defining the whole baby screaming thing. Cause, I mean, that's true. It was... It was... You can't not comment on it. It's so aggressive the entire movie and and no one even people who like babies no one wants to listen to that for two hours and i feel like she has a young baby herself i think emma roberts she just had a baby like a year or two ago so it's like you've just been through it like you're still going through it and you want to do this movie with a screaming child but teach his own i guess but just to discuss the ending since yeah we're kind of there at this point so the ending is what made me think that everything was a creation of her her psychosis because she gets into this crawl space behind the armoire and she sees the ghosts of these two little boys and they say like that they have her baby that that they have him and she can't have him back because she's hurt him or she will hurt him or whatever. Right. And she's like pleading. She's not caring for him. Yeah, yeah. She's pleading for them to give him back. And she starts saying like, he's mine. Like he's my baby. He's mine. And then there's just sort of like this climax moment where like everything kind of washes out and then comes back in and she's holding the baby in the crawl space and everything is fine like the sun shining and it's like oh and it's basically and she also like, can't stop repeating your mind well yeah your because mind. like now she's broken through magically she's broken through her postpartum depression because that's the whole thing with postpartum depression is that she was feeling like the baby wasn't hers connected they were right, not yeah. connected so the whole experience this perilous situation that she's created in her brain has made her realize that she does love this child this is her baby and she would fight for him um you know if the situation was dire enough so it's just a very strange way to (laughs) insinuate that postpartum impression can be can be cured by by ghosts in your crawl space like by having hallucinations for (laughs) a few weeks and then them threaten you with an axe. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were going to ha- hack her with an axe. That's right. And then, of course, I have to go 
Lapotle on that and be like, <laughs> with an axe. <laughs> when she saw it in the closet, though, and she was like, oh, did did Robert have an axe? That was and such a like, weird question because it's like, um, like everybody probably in the country has an axe. a farm. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, that's, they got to <laughs> chop their wood somehow. Yeah, like, what a fucking weird <laughs> question to ask, especially since, like, the murders weren't committed with an axe. So it's not right. like the axe is necessarily even significant in a violent way, but it's stupid. So I just, I feel like that's a problematic message to be sending yeah. that like postpartum depression. You can just snap out of it if you have severe enough delusions about. I also love how she took the pill for one day and she's like, but I took the pill and it's like, well, it doesn't work that fast. Well, she didn't take it. She crushed it and, and washed it down the drain. Right, but I'm saying she kept saying she took it as if anyone oh. would believe that it would do anything. Well, Alex day. seemed to believe her because he was totally fine leaving her alone in the bathtub with the baby. Like, what the fuck, lady? But you know what's great? She's in the bathtub and she's quote unquote drowning because Robert's right. literally putting her under the water. And the baby's just having a blast. I know. And I feel like in one Bless of the you. scenes, you can see a hand holding him upright. I, I was going to go back to look, but I really didn't care that much. <laughs> but I thought for a second, like, you could see, like, the hand that was just making sure that he didn't, like, slide under the water because obviously he would need some support. But, yeah, the baby's totally fine. The one time he's not crying is when she's, like, drowning in the bathtub right next Again, to him. Again, when she is being assaulted <laughs> assaulted by or... her mind <laughs> yeah and yeah preoccupied is when he's it's when she's paying attention to him that he's crying yeah and i'm like whoa like do you hate your mom what's going on yeah it made me think of all the like the books that you read lately about devil children yes yes it did yep and then the very end of the movie so it like jumps into the future um, at the end because like everything's oh, fine God. now she she makes some breakfast and everything's okay so we jump into the future and the kid's like a toddler now Renner is like a staple in the family I guess he just hangs around forever and then they show that she's <laughs> pregnant again and there's like this looking very concerned <laughs> yeah this like very wary expression on her face like man I hope I like this one and I just feel like you wouldn't have another one after all of that <laughs> Right? I I wrote that down. I said, why the fuck would you have another baby? (laughs) You literally got through what that was. Right, like that almost killed you. It almost killed your child. It almost ruined your marriage. Is it really worth it to try having another baby? It would not be worth it to me. And you definitely should have, if that was the case, and you definitely needed, wanted another child. You should have waited till the other one is a little bit older so that if you are not coherent enough to take care oh, of Oh, good. Yeah, steal that other child, the first child's childhood by making it the mother of the other child. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good, but I'm saying like you'd save lives that way if this is the history of what's going down. Yeah, I mean, I guess lives, but then put your oldest in therapy for the rest of his life. He's going to need it anyway. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. We know this. Like, it, without having a sibling, I think he'd probably need it. Yeah. But, yeah. And then the ending song just didn't fit the movie at all. It was just way too peppy for what that ending was. I think maybe it was supposed to, it was like juxtaposed. Because, I mean, if it was supposed to have that ominous feeling of like, dun dun dun, like, does she think she's going to go through this with the second baby? And it's like, 
And this happy, cheery song. Like, make up your mind. Uh, I kind of liked it that way because I, I think it was more subtle where it was like mm. she might be hopeful, but at the same time, you never know. But I, I think my main problem with this movie was that there was so much focus on this whole incest, murder, suicide stuff as a device to help her get over her postpartum depression. Like, it was almost like a red herring that any of that was going on because it wasn't like there was any actual threat to them in the house. No murderers are still running around. Like, I thought maybe it was going to turn out that the brother had done everything and, like, he was actually a creep or... That would have made it interesting. Or the two other kids were going to turn up out of nowhere and start killing everybody. Like, I didn't expect it to end so peacefully i guess right because i and i think that's the movie's fault like i think they set it up with violence and suspense and where you're kind of looking around like oh like where's the twist what's coming Mm -hmm. and nothing ever really happens that is i don't know impressive or different or surprising like i saw that incest plot line coming a million years away I saw Renner being the brother also. I was like, could it really be that simple that Renner is the brother? And then it was like the next scene. It was like, oh, yep, he is. It is that simple. So this movie didn't really pull any punches. No, not at all. It pretended like it was going to. And I think that's what's annoying about it. And and even those couple of reviews I read, like, they were all right. Like, it was very slow. And I think at one point I even wrote down, like, where's the jump? Like, I want to know okay, there's got to be a reason these visions are happening or there's got to be a reason they chose this house. Right, that's what I mean. Like, you thought that they were going to be... Yeah, there's got to be a deeper meaning. Yeah, why does she look like Anna? You know, why is the resemblance relevant? Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter that she looks like Anna. She's not the same... Like, their stories don't really correlate. So so, uh, there's just... uh, I feel like they put that murder-suicide in just to make it more interesting and make you think that this is going to be a very scary, like, supernatural thriller type thing. But in the end, it's just about her postpartum depression. And it's like, oh, <laughs> okay. So we just listened to a crying baby for two hours for nothing. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... And even, like, cast-wise, like, we only have a very limited... We're, like, five people We're in it. We're <laughs> dealing with four people. Yeah. Five... Right. Barely, because the farmer we barely hear from. Mm-hmm. And the baby doesn't really count. I don't know. The baby was a pretty prominent entity in this Well, movie. I mean... You couldn't ignore him. People talking to each other. Really, only three. And it was never, like, that much... It was more. It was never more than three people at a time on the screen. Like... Yeah, right. Where's your other family? Like, what's the time lapse, too? Do we know what that is? Um, I don't know. I'm guessing a couple of weeks (laughs) a few weeks maybe Mm. not enough time passes really nothing gives us a significant no find that out no i mean yeah we don't have any context for it even them signing for the house like they got to move in that day right yeah so everything was happening very quickly i think everything happened within a month at the most okay yeah i was a little not confused but just curious like how long can this go on, especially for Alex, to be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to work. You right. can take care of the baby, even though you can barely take care of yourself. I would definitely 
um, have not allowed her to stay with the baby a lot sooner than he was like, oh, this is a problem. Like, I I felt like it was a problem a lot faster than he did. Also, it was a problem before they even moved into that house. And that's part of me. We don't find, do we find out why she's no longer a teacher? I think it was because. because of the yeah, I think it was because of that. Okay. I think maybe, um, and it could even be that she had to quit her job to take care of the baby and maybe that's where some of the resentment comes from oh yeah that's true possibly i'm just speculating but yeah she because we know she loved her job so Mm -hmm. either she was forced to leave it because of her postpartum depression or she was forced to leave it because they couldn't afford childcare or something and she had to stay home with the baby right which in turn then made the move because they couldn't afford that I thought, no, I thought they moved because they thought the change of pace would be good for her or something. Mm. Like, it was for her mental health. Like, that was supposed to fix everything. I don't feel like being secluded would help my mental health in that state of mind. No. Like, no. No, but maybe it was just, like, a change of scenery and not so much going on. I don't know. It is, like, a big transition to go from, like, living in a city to living in the middle of nowhere. Like, you could have probably picked a suburb that would have been okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like Long Island. (laughs) Right. Although, I mean, if he's a a farm animal vet, then I guess moving upstate where there's more rural areas makes more sense. Yeah. I, I really don't feel like there's a lot of money in that, so... No, and it honestly seemed like the most work he's done is deal with these poor pigs. Yeah, like, right. He wasn't getting a lot of jobs, basically. And he described it as like, oh, I'm a vet. He made it seem so, like, matter of fact. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're a vet, but we've really only seen you, like, deal with pigs and then, like, study their bones. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird scene, too. Yeah. I, I guess so. I mean, I think those parts were kind of, since they don't really make sense and where they fit into the story, they were kind of boring. It was just like, okay. I did want to think that there was more to it. You know, like I just. You can want that all you want, Don, but there's no, no I know. But there's I no know. more to it. <laughs> but even him, like, when he's like trying to inspect the bone, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is he going to come to some conclusion about some? Like, they try to make it seem way more interesting than it was. And I'm like, and again, none of this comes back yeah, to make I, a point at all. I think it was intended to be significant. I just, I would love to talk to somebody who knows, who knows why it was supposed to be significant. Yeah, seriously. If anybody has watched this movie. Or worked on this and, movie or has personal or knowledge. <laughs> has had a hand in writing this movie please get in touch and tell us what we're missing because i think yeah i think the rest of the world is missing it too (laughs) yeah we all just you really masked the rest of the entire movie honestly by baby a baby crying it was so hard to focus on anything else Mm -hmm. like that just that's and i think that's what made it even slower yeah we're just dealing with a lot of scenes of just her by herself imagining things. And it's like, oh, my God, let's. Right. It's repetitive. Let's figure out what's go- why this is happening. Come yeah. on. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. Like I said, the scene when she puts the ribbon in her hair, she just stares at herself in the mirror for like feels like a good minute and a half. And I'm like, and what are right. we doing with this? And nothing comes of it. I mean, we know no. we know that she looks like Anna, but that doesn't mean anything, really. No, not at all. I don't know. I didn't enjoy watching this movie. No, it wasn't wasn't, interesting to me. Yeah, there wasn't anything really redeeming about it. Like, it wasn't 
bad, but I wasted it time. It was rave worthy. I'm not going to yeah. recommend it to anyone. I, I definitely feel like I wasted time watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it wasn't that long. Yeah, it could have been worse, but could have been better too. <laughs> glad we did it and we got through it. It's over. It's over. Now we're heading into the, the month of love. The month of love. And we have at this point announced our movie lineup. Oh, we are starting with I'm Thinking of Ending Things that you can find on Netflix. Week two, which is on Valentine's Day, The Final Rose, which you can find on Tubi, since uh, Lisa and I are Bachelor and Bachelorette fans. This seemed very apropos. <laughs> I mean, fans feels like a strong word. We watch the shows. <laughs> well, I mean, we find them entertaining to an agree, so I'd, I'd consider that a fan. Okay, well, speak for yourself follower we're a follower of the franchise but yeah so it's a horror movie-esque ridiculous movie probably. yeah third week the 21st we have hit episode 100 Woo! Woohoo! and we will be watching archie to riverdale and back return to riverdale and back from 1990 oh yeah so this is going to be Retro. interesting as ever. I mean, yes. some cast I know, Lauren Holly's in it. <laughs> and the guy who plays Archie is, did you ever watch Reba? Yeah. The hu- ex-husband. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. That's I, forget, be... I forget the actor's name. That's gonna be funny to see. his face just, oh yeah, his god. face just stood out to me. And then um, the 28th, we'll be watching Lady Chatterley's Lover, is that what it's yes, called? Yes, Lady Chatterley's <laughs> Lover. <laughs> But I've heard good things, but they could be very easily judged things. So that's where we come in. Yes, we'll let you know. Yeah, so all that info is up on our social media. This week, pod pick of the week, Crime Soup. Yum. Phenomenal. Host Kaylee and writer Hannah. Another great, I mean, there's tons out there, but again, we're talking indie and... um. They do an amazing job. So Crime Soup, you can find them on Twitter at crime underscore soup. Their website is crimesouppodcast.com. And yeah, a great true crime pod. They have great merch. Their merch is phenomenal. I'm actually, we got to step our game up. Oh. nice. (laughs) So that is our pick of the week. Again, you can find us everywhere. The usual haunts. Twitter, Instagram. The website, merch store, treat us to a cocktail if you're feeling generous. And uh, until next time.